Welcome to Sherman Parlors, the 265th episode of Nemo, and today I'm going to be going over how good I think Miko will be, because Miko is literally coming out in three days as I'm recording this. So yeah, he's going to be completely free on December 14th in the shop. So yeah, all you have to do is go into the shop and collect him, and then boom, you got Miko. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully the servers can support this, because uh, last time, during the Edgar Apocalypse, it was insane. Like, half, half the matches you just got kicked out of, wouldn't let you play. And, uh, yeah, I got pretty lucky, actually, because, um, the servers I was playing on, whatever, I don't really know how it works, it was completely fine, so I literally pushed Edgar to, like, 500 in, like, the first day, because he was actually good, but, uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun, I can't even, uh, wait for, a uh, Miko Madness, or, uh, uh the Miko uh, Mikopocalypse, yeah, that's what we're calling it, but, yeah, anyways, uh, I actually found time to record today on Monday, which is really strange but i was able to get my math homework done earlier so yeah now i'm recording before basketball practice starts but uh anyways before i hop into it the update is coming out tomorrow i'm pretty sure on wednesday so it's the last day that you can get those chroma credits get those chromatic brawlers get cordelius and surge before they are more expensive uh, and then utilize all of the double star drops coin shower and chroma shower right now so also if you want to convert any of your chroma credits into fame you actually get a better ratio right now so if you'd rather have fame than new brawlers then, uh, yeah, you can collect those chroma credits. But, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for the announcements. Let's hop into this episode. All right, so, first of all, I'll be going over everything we need to know about him. Um, the content creators actually did release sneak peeks. So, we basically know all of his information right now. So, uh, looks like his main attack is called Mike Boom. And for this main attack, he jumps. I'm, I'm sure you guys know. But the jump uh, is around three and a third tile long but because of the damage radius it gets about five tiles long so while he only travels three and a third tiles it damages in about a nine tile radius around him which is interesting and also a cool thing that i saw in kairos's video is that you can auto aim at any range of his and it will automatically hit them so basically he's going to be a really good auto aim brawler uh just be careful when you're uh uh, like uh, playing against spawnables so it doesn't auto aim onto the spawnables and onto the player instead uh he also has the slowest reload speed in the game which it's so slow but he does have some abilities to make up for this i'll talk about his star power later but the attack does 2180 damage uh and uh yeah i think that's it just one thing to keep in mind is his reload is very slow so you're gonna have to be able to conserve your ammo well uh he also has a very fast movement speed as well as 6000 hp but yeah, moving on to his super, it's called Out of Frame, and this uh, takes five hits to get, so not super long, but uh, I'm not sure how much it recharges the super when you hit the super. Anyways, it deals 2,380 damage when you land, so yeah, I forgot to actually say, when you activate the super, it takes around like a second or two, uh, there's a slight delay before you activate it, but after that, then you jump into the air, and there's this little aiming reticle on the ground, and it gets bigger for six seconds until it smashes down on the ground and then Miko um, is right there. But yeah, anyway, it deals 2,380 damage and uh, it actually, you can move it pretty fast, which is interesting. I think you can move it a total of 21 tiles and with the damage radius, it's a total of 23 tiles, which is very long. Um, the sad thing, it doesn't break walls or grass, even though it's like a meteor crashing down from the sky. But uh he does heal and reload while he's in the air so that means you're basically you're guaranteed to have full ammo when you land and like most of your health will be healed unless like you were like 
uh, super low, then uh, not as much will be healed. But most of the time, you're going to have full health and full ammo when you're coming down, which is going to be really, really crazy. But yeah, anyways, I think that wraps it up for the super. Now moving on to his build. So his first gadget is called Clipping Scream, and it shoots out three projectiles towards the nearest enemy. Um, and this, it kind of looks like uh, the gene gadget. Uh, I, I can't remember what it's called, but where when you hold it, it shows a very, very large radius around him. And this, this is how long the Clipping Scream gadget is. It's literally like insanely long. But uh, after you activate the gadget, it shoots three projectiles and I'd say it's like a two or three top radius towards the nearest enemy, and it has insanely long range. And if one of these three projectiles hits, it deals 545 damage and slows for two seconds. And if you hit multiple uh, of those attacks on Tone Brawler, it can deal up to 1,635 damage on all three. But yeah, basically, it looks like a main uh, attack for Crow, kind of uh, the same kind of pattern and same width and everything. So it's going to be decent, and if you're at close range, it'll deal some extra burst damage if you need it. And then the second gadget is called Presto, and this actually adds 34% range onto his next attack. So yeah, this is really interesting. It's basically like a Mortis long dash, just as a gadget though. But yeah, this could be really helpful for either getting over big things with bushes or walls, or just like getting away in a sticky situation, or it's going to be really good for getting that extra dash and get an assassin kill. So yeah, I think both gadgets are going to be good. I'll go over the best build, in my opinion, a little bit later. But yeah, his first star power is called Monkey Business. He has a bar over his head, and it fills every five seconds. And when this bar is full, his next attack will actually steal one ammo from all the projectiles he hits. So actually, it'll only steal ammo from brawlers. It can't steal ammo from, like, a non-player. What was an NPC called? I don't know. But yeah, anyways, uh, it, it can't steal ammo from like a jesse turret or like a nita bear but any brawler you hit it'll take one ammo from them and give them to you and if you hit multiple people with this one attack it will take one ammo from each one of them and give one ammo from each one of them back to you so you can get up to like three ammo in one attack from this which is going to be really good because his reload is so slow and then his second star power is called record smash and this actually means that all of the damage dealt to a non-brawlers is doubled so yeah, like I said, this includes a uh, Jazzy Turret, a uh, Tara Clone, uh, Nita Bear, literally ev anything that isn't a Brawler, it will double its damage, which is really interesting as well. There could be some really cool strategies to counter out some Brawlers with this, but uh, yeah, we'll see. That means you're actually dealing, let's see, he deals 2,180 damage, so that's 4,360 damage per hit onto non-Brawlers, but... And then finally... His hypercharge is called sound check, and when he lands using a super, it stuns for one and a half seconds, as well as he gets a 20% speed buff, a 25% damage buff, and a 25% shield buff. So, yeah, really solid values for the hypercharge, and uh, this build looks really interesting. So, personally, if I was just playing in, like, a standard match across most modes, I would probably pick the monkey business gadget, because I feel, or no, 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 monkey business star power, because this star power, it can really conserve a lot of ammo, especially if you pair it with that gadget presto. So yeah, I think this is going to be a really good combo. So first of all, the gadget presto, adding 34% onto his next attack is going to mean that he can get really awesome assassin kills where he doesn't have to waste an ammo getting close to them. He can literally hop straight onto them. And if he has the monkey business star power filled, it means that he automatically reloads the ammo. So you're dealing the damage, 
but you're getting on top of them and you're not losing any ammo. So that's basically a guaranteed 8,500 damage right there, which will kill most of the brawlers in the game. And it's going to be very hard to dodge because Miko literally jumps over walls so he can jump straight onto a thrower. Uh, I think it's going to be really good against those like uh, uh, low DPS brawlers who don't deal a lot of damage at close range. Um, just Miko's going to be able to hop onto them from really far and basically just dodge everything. So like Amortis can usually do this with his long dash, but the thing is he could maybe get knocked back by a Sprout Super or a Piper Gadget or uh, pretty much anything can counter Amortis uh, out, whereas Miko can literally just hop over it and there's nothing they can do because he's literally in midair. So yeah, I think Miko, this uh, Presto Gadget plus the Monkey Business Star Power is going to be insane but there is going to be some uh, exceptions like i'll probably go with that record smash in heist so you can deal double damage with the heist safe um or just like if i'm playing power league and i know i'm playing against tanks then i'll use that clipping screen gadget because it definitely counters them out pretty well um but yeah Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. All right, so now moving on to each game mode, I'm going to be going over how good I think uh, he will be in each game mode, and then at the end, I'll be adding up all the scores to find the average of how good I think he's going to be. So yeah, first game mode is Gem Grab, and I think in Gem Grab, he's going to be a super, super strong brawler, so I'm going for an 8 out of 10. So yeah, because I'm doing this 8 out of 10, uh, I, I feel like he is a really solid brawler. So first of all, his uh, main attack, his jumping mechanic is just going to be really good for this mode. He's going to be able to go up a lane really easily and dodge any attacks that someone might shoot at him. Especially good on those uh, modes, on those maps where there's a lot of bushes because he's able to sneak up on the gem carrier. But also just, I think Miko... He's going to have those really awesome abilities, especially a super, being able to basically just travel across the map uncontested and land straight on the gem carrier, especially if you have that uh, hypercharge activated. It's going to be almost impossible to save your gem carrier from this. So yeah, I think Miko will be really strong at assassinating brawlers, but also once he gets those gems, he's able to jump out of there uh, in a sticky situation. So yeah, although I don't think he is going to be like the best brawler to be a gem carrier in general, I think he's actually going to be really good in the mode and a really good support brawler. So yeah, going with that 8 out of 10. Now for the next mode, it's Brawl Ball. And once again, I think he's going to be super strong. Definitely going for a 9 out of 10 here. And I think this probably is his best game mode in my opinion. Just I feel like he really fits it so well. Just being able to uh, use those dashes to progress up the field and dodge everything once again. And uh, also just dribble that ball. Dribbling that ball is going to be really convenient with him because he's able to basically just hop over all the projectiles coming at you. Uh, able to get back on defense really easily. So if someone's pressuring up the field, they're about to score, you can hop back block the goal. Or I think he's just going to be really good against a lot of those throwers that you'll see in like a dynamite you'll see a lot or a willow. I mean, just being able to hop over those walls and those attacks and basically just win the matchup for free is going to be crazy. Moving on to the next mode is heist i think heist is by far going to be his worst mode so i'm ranking him a five out of ten i don't think he's necessarily going to be bad here i don't think he's going to have any place whatsoever in the meta like 
the only reason I could see him doing any good is to counter out throwers and just being able to counter out the Barleys that deal a ton of damage, dynamics and stuff. But overall, I feel like he just didn't have the right things, the right kit to go into heist. So yeah, first of all, he does not deal enough damage and his reload speed is insanely low. He seems almost like a Mortis to me where like pretty much useless against high safe. The only reason he would be good at all is on defense. And a lot of the time you're actually going to be playing against tanks, which is really inconvenient for Miko. So Overall, I think he's going to be a really bad brawler in Heist, but I think he's going to be better than Mortis is on High Safe because he has that star power, which will increase the damage onto non-brawlers. So yeah, it'll actually deal 4,300 damage to the High Safe, which if you can get straight onto the High Safe, could be a decent thing because three attacks will deal 12,000 damage. I guess he could be better in Heist than I think because he can super up the field, land on the High Safe, and then boom, boom, boom and then dealing that double damage. I could see that being a viable strategy, because that's almost 20,000 damage for free for using the star power, so. We'll see, but I don't think Heist is going to be a very good brawler. Moving on to the next mode, it's Wipeout. And Wipeout, I think he's, he'll definitely have his place there. Um, He'll be a 7 out of 10, in my opinion. So yeah, not the best, but not necessarily bad. I think kind of middle of the pack. But yeah, anyways, Miko, uh, the reason I think he's going to be so good in Wipeout is that super so able to just run up the map for free and uh really dive down onto anyone especially the squishy brawlers it's going to be really hard to counter out but uh the only hard part about miko is actually getting that first super so yeah once getting that first super is going to be really hard because his range is so short and a lot of the wipeout maps are very very long long range and really hard to get up close but i think if he's playing against a tank or someone who's a little closer range he'll be better but also, if you need that pressure up the field, a lot of the time he'll be able to just jump over an Ani attacks or Piper attacks and basically be impossible to hit him. Um, so yeah, he could uh, kind of take the target away from your teammate some of the time. But yeah, most of the time, I don't think he's going to be like specifically amazing in this mode, but I can see him having some viability. Next mode is Knockout, and I think Knockout, he's going to be one of the best brawlers. Uh, it's definitely one of his best modes. So yeah, Knockout, he just has a lot of really good abilities. So especially if you can get that super in the first match, then starting the second match, it seems almost like a naughty super where you're able to just go up the map and just absolutely rampage. And especially if you can get onto one particular brawler and kill them really easily, then boom, you're able to just get a huge advantage off the get-go. But also, Knockout's going to be really good because he'll have that ability to hop over walls in the end game, able to camp it out until the last second and hop in there if it gets down to the wire. Or just like survive because a lot of the time if you go down into 2v3 it's gonna be really hard to win that or if you get up in a 3v2 it's a lot easier to win that but you're able to avoid that situation in general just because of his main attack and able to just hop out of there whenever you want and then moving on to the last game mode it's hot zone and in hot zone I think he's gonna be kind of once again middle of the pack kind of like wipeout. so yeah overall I think hot zone is gonna be an okay mode because uh, he just haven't doesn't have a specific like ability that's going to be amazing in hot zone but overall able to counter out a lot of those throwers which are played there especially like sprout and barley which are like insanely good right now um and then uh yeah just in general he'll be able to use that super take up a whole zone which is really interesting uh and just able to plop down in the middle of the zone knock everyone out and uh get a lot of air control back I can definitely see Miko being a really good brawler when you're getting spawn trapped because you're able to just instantly pressure up the map, get out of that spawn trap, and work together with your teammates to get positioning back. So yeah, I can definitely see him being a viable option on dueling beetles 
or other hot zone maps, but overall, he just doesn't have any great ways to hold down his own. But yeah, overall, I think he is going to be, all those scores average out to around a 7.3 out of 10, which I would probably average that up to 7.5. I think the heist is kind of taking him down a lot, so possibly even an 8 in general. A very good brawler, especially one to get for free. I think Miko going to be really solid, going to be really fun, and an awesome brawler in general. Oh, and then I forgot, going into solos and duos. So I think in both modes, he's going to be a 9 out of 10. First of all, solos, I mean, really can never get snuck up on. And if he does, then boom, you're just out of there. And uh, going to be really good at surviving. And also, that super at the end of the match is going to be insane because he'll go up in the air and he doesn't take any damage from the smoke. And then he has a massive area. So I think the best strategy for Miko is going to be to survive to the end of the game wait till it's a really, um, like a low circle, and as soon as you get low, pop that super, heal up, and then crash down, knock everyone into the storm, and it's basically a free win, so, yeah, even a Shelly can't even take down a Miko, because, honestly, the Miko can just jump over her attack, or just use that super, and knock him into the storm at the end of the game, so, yeah, overall, I think Miko, gonna be one of the best showdown brawlers, might struggle a little bit at the beginning, but, I mean, he ramps up really fast in, getting the showdown cubes and overall he's going to be an insanely good brawler in this mode and then also in duo showdown i think he's also going to be a 9 out of 10 just going to be really solid for getting around the map uh getting out of sticky situations where you get pinched by a lot of teams um if you like absolutely have to survive then literally you can just hop out of a fight and then wait till your teammate respawns and if someone is chasing you down like a lot of the time a really big power cube team will start chasing you down. Miko can just hop over walls and get out of there as soon as he can. He can even like dodge projectiles. So if you know like a dynamite super is coming, just boom, you're right over it and there's nothing I can do. So yeah, overall, solos, duos, gonna be so good. And yeah, overall, in duels, I think he'll be a decent brawler in duels. Can be a good counter pick against uh, like uh, if you know you're playing against a thrower. A lot of these maps are really good for throwers. So yeah, Miko just counters them out instantly. So Miko could be a good option in duels as well. But yeah, overall, I think Miko is going to be insanely fun as well as really, really good for a free brawler. So, oh yeah, can't wait for Miko. And uh, yeah. Okay, so ending off the episode, I'll do a quick Q&A now. But before I do that, I want to just shout out uh, an email that we received from Lollipop who actually thinks that he is uh, Elon Musk. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone thinks they're Elon Musk. But yeah, anyways, uh, let me find his email real fast. But if you guys didn't know... Uh, Lollipop is an OG listener, and he always used to leave really, really funny emails, so I wanted to shout this one out today. Alright, he says, just FYI, I am Lollipop, and then he says, Elon Musk back here, I'm the OG. None of you all young, dumb, come-ups gonna top me. Not Kaka, Connor, or even Mr. Pringles can. I'll blow you up even more than the US did in 1945. Sorry, that was a bit too far. True, Eternal Brawlers know that all my bars are fire. But all you are is common, just like freaking token multiplier. Your type is basically might, as well as B times New Roman. My lines are dope, so I use this rap to show them. These lines are, are so sick, you better wear a mask. Now that I'm the best, I just kick back and bask, right in front of my pool of money. I'm so stinking rich, it's honestly not even funny. Dollar bills on bills on bills on bills. When I 1v1 you in-game, I be getting kills on kills on kills on kills. Like DJ Collins said, all I do is win. I would say that isn't me, but lying is a sin. Now that I've asserted my dominance of king, of rap, wealth, and brawl star, 
I've got to increase my prominence in spaces close and afar. I might as well start now because I'm a little bored today, so I'll just go ahead and buy the whole dang USA. Black Friday today, I guess. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, that was actually insane. So, uh, big shout out to Lollipop, one of my favorite listeners, and uh, especially these emails are crazy. So, yeah, I'm, screen- I'm screenshotting this and uh, savoring this for the rest of my life because this is the most beautiful email I've ever read. Anyways, nice wrap. Uh, now let's hop into Q&A. So the question is from episode 200 and, uh, let's see, 60, and it was, what is the best gadget in your opinion? So, yeah, I think about a month ago I did a gadget guide, but uh, Gen C says probably Stomper because today I was playing Bull with Hypercharge and Brawl Ball and I got 12 kills and two deaths. That's awesome, yeah. Uh, definitely Stomper is a very good one. Brawl Polio says one of the best gadgets is definitely Sam's. Also, should I buy RoboMic for 99 gems because I won't be able to get the Brawl Pass because I only have 150 gems and they say they're free to play. Um, but yeah, uh, that was actually gone a while ago because, uh, I think I'm recording this a little later, but yeah, definitely Sam's is one of the, it's so good. Okay. Uh, someone with a face, I can't like read that. It's like, it's like a, it's like a W with like two eyes around it. They say Edgar's shield. Um, such a Trivati says, I don't know, but your podcast is good. Thank you. Owen Walsh is definitely in line. Oh, I'm kidding. I would say busters. Uh, the back says, that one that the guy has, and it does the thing to the other guy. Uh, yeah, that one is definitely the best one. Cedarbolt says Charlie's Spider Gadget counters out single shot brawlers, including another Charlie, and is OP when used in Super Gadget combo. And yes, I'd have to agree, this is probably the best one in the game right now, and it is getting significantly nerfed in the next update. Christian Ninja says Shelly's Clay Pigeons Gadget. Question, have you heard of Stephen He or Dude Perfect? And I've actually heard of both of them, and they're both really cool. Night Shadow says Griffs is quite good as it can open up walls and be Olkid with snippers to open up the map. Also, Dynamite as you can stun them, then super, and then basically a free kill. Uh, Dark Card says, in my opinion, it's Fang's gadget. I always combo off with the gadget. So much value. Yo, Bob Deslav says Hank Shield, so underrated. Hank is bad. That's why nobody nobody realizes the shield is OP. Um, Payhick says, off topic, sorry, but who should I pick? RT, Buster, Eve, Otis, Lola, Mandy, Maisie, Russ, please answer. And they say, best gadget, probably Cordelia silencing gadget. Uh, and uh, yeah, I would say actually probably pick Buster or maybe Eve because those two are really good. Uh, Vinny Baseball says a loose syrup gadget or Buster's hook gadget. Kaka says, I don't know what the Frank is called, but when Mr. P spawns the mini porter, but this works only when you have Pringles can equipped. So it spawns a little mini, little mini Pringles uh, can, if you know what I'm talking about. Bruh. Uh, and then uh, Drainix says, Charlie's fighter gadget, she cocoons you, and then right before you get out, she uses it and you cannot shoot through it, and you get decimated. Basically the story of my life right now. Uh, and then Max Eisenberg says, Charlie's fighter gadget, and then David says, Surge's shield gadget. So yeah, interesting. Looks like uh, spider gadget, you guys think it's pretty good, but otherwise a very, like, a wide range of gadgets. But yeah, thanks for re- responding to these uh, Q&As. If you want to get on the podcast, answer one of these next ones, and I'll definitely shout you out in the future. But that'll wrap it up for this episode, so I'll see you, one, see you guys in the next one. Peace.